The following is a production of the Lance J Radio Network and Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. The opinions and views expressed are certainly those of the host and do not represent the views of Lance J Radio Network. Network. You're listening to Jones and Brown. Both of you are crazy. Both Mike Jones and John Brown. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the world-famous Jonesy and Brown Show. That is my man, Mike Jones. I am John Brown, here to talk Philly sports with you for uh, as long as we feel like talking. It's been a couple of weeks since we did a show. Super Bowl is now in the books. Mike Jones, uh, how closely did you watch the Super Bowl? Oh, man, it's a big game. You gotta watch. Well, you know... You you know if if you're a fan of sport, you got yes. you're gonna watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. There were people talking about not watching it. Uh I, I'd heard it talking. Me, I I always knew I was gonna watch it. Well my thing is like in other sports, like yeah, I might not watch all seven games mm-hmm. of a Kansas City versus whoever in the if that's yeah. the big World Series, right? Yeah. I might yeah. not watch I might watch pieces here, but I'm not. But the Super Bowl with the one and done format, mm, gotta watch. It, it's hard not to watch. Mm-hmm. How so closely? Were you, how closely were you watching? I mean, like, like who are you pulling for? Should I, I, I should say? It's not that I was pulling for anyone. Mm-hmm. I I just wanted to see the 49ers lose. I I hear you. On that, I absolutely hear you on that. I, I, I will frame my answer properly so that you know I get it. That, no, yeah. I, I, I absolutely get it. And and I, I got to admit to you, my brother, I, I for the first time, maybe ever, a Super Bowl caused a, a slight bit of discourse in the Brown House. <laughs> Uh, I, I was with you. I, I wanted to see the 49ers lose. Mm-hmm. Wanted to see the 49ers lose. Uh, however, um, my, my wife was actually pulling for the 49ers. And I just, and she did, she did not understand why I wanted to see the 49ers lose. And I feel like the discourse kind of highlights as I listened to her question my motives. It shows that there's not a there's not necessarily a lot of logic to sports passion and what we're passionate about. Because her her thing was the Eagles lost in the Super Bowl last year to the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. So of course she doesn't want to see them win again because they beat the Eagles last year. So she's rooting against them. Mm-hmm. You like me you know, who, who covers sports very closely, listened to the San Francisco 49ers cry and whine for almost a year, listened to their players cry and whine for almost a year, mm-hmm. and just and, and pretty much make them a team that you just can't cheer for, that you just can't root for, a team that you wanted to see lose, especially after they came to Philly and pretty much walloped the Eagles. Now, honestly, what my wife said made sense. You look back. You, I, I, you think back to that, uh, that Super Bowl from a couple of years ago mm-hmm. when the Eagles lost to the Patriots. Part of what you know, part of the aftermath of that Super Bowl loss was, you know what? I hate Tom Brady. I hate the Patriots. I want to see them lose. I, I want to root against them. I, I've rooted against the Patriots. I don't like them. No, nah, that, that that was different. Man, I, that was different. I, I don't know. To, to, for me, that the whole Patriots, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick experience, that had mm-hmm. a whole different thing to it where losing to them uh-huh. would would make you hate them. But well, beating, but beating yeah. them... Yeah, made Mick Foles a legend. 
Yes. Beating yes. them. Agreed. Agreed. Made Eli Manning a legend. Beating Agreed. them twice made Eli Manning a legend. Mm-hmm. So they're as good, great as these Chiefs are, mm-hmm. they're not there yet. I, I will I will say this. And because I, I you know I think at the time, even though, even though uh, at the time of the, that first Eagles Patriots Super Bowl, mm-hmm. going back to T.O. Yeah, what, going back to T.O. Those got McNabb. Yeah, you know, you knew four oh five. You knew that the Patriots at that point were were building a dynasty, but they weren't necessarily the dynasty mm-hmm. yet. But you, the writing was on the wall. It was they clear were on their day. way. They were well but, on their way. You knew they were on their way. But at that point, they weren't the team that people hated. Mm-hmm. Well, after they Not beat yet. the Eagles, after they beat the Eagles for me, they were the team that I hated. And I'm saying that now you sit there, you watch the the excuse me, you watch the Chiefs now win their third Super Bowl, having beaten the Eagles. In one of those Super Bowls, I'm still not there yet. I, 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 one, I, I just don't. I, I right, can't so, hate Andy Reid. So, here's the, so here's I don't think the thing, I can ever like, hate Andy Reid. Like I look at things differently. Like when we lost, when the Eagles lost to the Patriots that first one back '04, whatever season it was, mm-hmm. I didn't look at that and hate the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I looked at that and was honest about what I saw. The Eagles had flaws. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't the Patriots' fault that the Eagles couldn't move the ball between the tackles that year. Westbrook, as much as I loved him, he was not a guy who was running straight ahead between the tackles, get you those two to four yards you need in short yard. That's mm-hmm. not what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. You needed a guy who could do that against those Patriots. Mm-hmm. You needed a quarterback who not just had a big arm, but was going to consistently hit the open guy. McNabb was going to throw one to the worms at once every five passes. You know, like th- these were real, real things about yes. that team. Like as much as we loved them. Yes. And honestly, I feel like there's enough room to go around. I hear everything you said and everything you said, just said right there, right then and there. None of that was wrong. Mm-hmm. All of that was correct. Now, You're absolutely right, and I still saying, hated the Patriots after let's say, that. Let's say, uh, now I want to make sure we're, we're, we have our. We're making sure we're remembering this clearly because mm-hmm. for yeah. me, the Patriot hate comes in later when you start to hear the stories about Spygate. Like, oh, they cheated against us. Now you start to hate them. Mm-hmm. You know what no, I mean? I, but that, I, that's not that wasn't the immediate aftermath for me. That's that's a couple this. years down the road. Yes, I, I will say this: that the Spygate. And things like that legitimate legitimized my hate. Like at first, I just hated them because they beat my team. Now it's like, oh, oh, y'all was cheating to beat my team. Oh, now y'all really suck. Now I really hate y'all. Now I really want to, you know, I so really want to root against you. And that's the thing. I'm not going to hate a team just because they were better that day. Oh, if you're man. better that day, Forever, hats off to you. That yeah. that's not cause for hate. I ain't got time for that type of maturity. But, I, I'll, 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 look, I'll, I'll be real with you. Now, that's, when that's, you, lo- that's, mm-hmm. when you lose and then spend the whole next year running your mouth, that'll develop some hate for me. Like you lose in the NFC Championship game. 31-7, to seven, yes. 31-7. And, to then, seven. and then spend the whole next year talking. Yes, 31-7. That's something that'll develop some sports hate in me, like because mm-hmm. the, these guys couldn't accept their loss. Mm-hmm. You know that and, that that's what I eat at. But yes, and and that when you lose thirty-one to seven, and then you cry and whine for almost a year. Now, I, I will put this. I will put it to you like this: Eagles lost in the Super Bowl last year to the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. How? They came back this past season and beat Kansas City in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. How many true Eagles fans? I'm not talking about the casuals. I'm talking about the people you have 
real conversations with. You talk the people you trust to have a real Eagles conversation with. How many of those people thought that regular season game against the Chiefs was any type of revenge for the Super Bowl? None. Exactly. It's a different year, different team. Exactly. What did what did this season's regular season win over the Kansas City Chiefs mean as far as last year's Super Bowl? What did Nothing. it mean? Exactly. Exactly. However, how many 49ers fans felt like this that that whooping that they put on the Eagles? And let's let's be clear. They whooped on the Eagles. They beat mm-hmm. the Eagles. That was a, a, a shellacking. Mm-hmm. How many of those 49ers fans and, 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 and players or whatever acted like that game was legitimate? That legitimized what happened. That negated what happened in the playoffs last year. That'd be a whole lot of them. Not all. Not all. There, there are plenty of mature, diehard 49ers fans out there. I don't know that many of them. I, I, I got to admit, I, I don't know that many of them. But they are out there. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they are. But nonetheless, I mean, you know, you know, it, it is what it is. Told my wife, you know, that it should tell, it should speak to how much trash the 49ers talked over the last year. That I still, I want the team that beat us last year to beat this team. <laughs> that shows you how much garbage the 49ers fans and the 49ers players talked over the last year. Where it's like, yes, you know, we lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. I want to see the Kansas City Chiefs win their third ring instead of the San Francisco 49ers winning a ring. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, it, it, it is what it is. So that, w- that was Sunday. That was my Sunday. This week, uh, also this week, it's Valentine's Day, brother. I got you, 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 my man. I got. I have to. I have, I have a confession to make for you. I, I think I made a mistake. I'm, 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 I'm putting my life in my. I'm, I'm coming to you because you, you, my man, you, my brother, and and I'm, and I'm afraid. You do you. Have you ever been in a situation as a as a husband, as a husband, as a significant other in, in, in your life, where you do something and you know it was wrong, but you're kind of in a position where you, you, you you're kind of in a position where you have no choice, and you're just sitting here waiting for you're, you're like waiting for the outcome and, and and I'm going somewhere with this so I don't want you to get too scared but I, I I just need your help you know my wife said something to me I, I, I need your help my wife said something to me this week my wife said said John I'm being serious with you I don't need anything for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So what did you do? And this is why I'm scared. You didn't get her anything. I, I took her at her word. Okay. I, I am so frightened right now. So far, so good. So, so far, so good. You know, so. everything's cool. So However, if you, you see me just, if you see me just drop off this show. Now, I'm going to tell you something about me, JB. Mm-hmm. I'm not that guy. Oh, boy. Okay. You tell me you don't want nothing. Mm-hmm. Who am I, I not to believe you? Am I going to insult you and call you a liar? No, no. I, I, I understand. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not going to do that to you. That would be disrespectful. Should I ignore your wishes and do whatever I want anyway? Uh, nah, that's not you. I'm not that guy. I look. I, I tell I, me, I, don't do nothing. I, you gonna get a whole lot of nothing. I envy you, brother. <laughs> I I'm afraid. 
I, I am scared right now. I, I am legitimately scared. I, I don't know what... I. Because when you come to me, if you want to be upset, the first thing I'll do is look you dead in the eye and say, you said you ain't want nothing. You said you... I, look, man. That's all you. No, I, I understand. But but come on, man. You you realize and you know, you know, at, how long you've been... It's about three, three four years mm-hmm. now. This is, th- mm-hmm. this, this is three. year three. This is year three. How much sense really gets made on a daily basis in your marriage? Because I'm going to be honest. In, in mine, um, little to none. You know, it's, it's just marriage ain't the place for logic. <laughs> no, nah, we do all right on that part. Mm-hmm. Most okay. of the time. I'm, I'm Most afraid. of the time. I, I, I am afraid right now. I, 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 will, I will keep you posted. You know, it, it's just, it, I was I, I was in a situation where, you know, as a family, we have done a lot over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And, and Valentine's Day just kind of fell at a time where it was like, look, man, I don't have a lot of time. And unfortunately, I just don't have a lot of money. J- J- and she was like, hey, you know what? Don't worry right. about it. Frame it as mm-hmm. though you did what you were told. All right. Oh, okay. I'm just letting you know that if I'm yeah. doing if I'm doing next week's show at your house, you know now, we've been talking, we've been talking about I mean, you and I doing the show in the same room again because we haven't done it since the pandemic. If I'm doing the show live and direct from Jonesy's crib, now, you're gonna know how this turned out. Here's the thing: you can still always shoot by local grocery store or yeah, something, yeah, get a yeah. bundle of flowers or something no, like. No, I'm not but... getting my wife. I'm not getting my wife side piece flowers. That's what's <laughs> that's what's at the that's what's at the grocery store now. Those are the flowers for your side pieces, your work spouses. Those, that's their flowers. There. Uh, the 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 number one uh, John flowers. Those are the flowers that've been selling all week. You know, that's the ones you get the day before, oh, whatever. The, the fresh ones, not side fresh flowers. Come on, man! <laughs> you get to you get your woman some Friday Valentine's Day flowers when Valentine's Day was Wednesday. Those are side piece flowers. I'm not going away. No side piece flowers. That is what it is. All right, look, man. <laughs> that was my that, that was my my week. We're going. Uh, it's NBA All Star Weekend, right? It is All-Star Weekend. First of all, the fact that I had to ask. Tells you everything you need to know about the state of All-Star Weekend. Yeah. Yeah, back in the day, were you you someone as a kid, as an NBA fan, were you someone who got excited? That was an event. Yes. But that's because guys used to actually compete in the All-Star game. So you would see the 12 best players from this conference, from the Eastern Conference, versus the 12 best players from the Western Conference actually play in a competitive basketball game. Mm-hmm. Like They might not be going 100% like it's the NBA Finals, but guys took pride in it and wanted to win. Mm-hmm. These like these guys now, it's a, the first three quarters of the game were a layup line. It's a glorified yeah. dunk contest mm-hmm. slash three point shootout. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of what they've done. They just took the dunk contest and three point shootout and put them into one event and call it the All Star Game. No, I understand. I understand. Well, look, uh, our our Sixers uh, ended first uh, the unofficial first half of the season with the loss to Miami. Played them well, but they lost. Mm-hmm. Um, Got to talk about what's going on with the Sixers, though. Got to talk about that. So when we talk Sixers, you know who we have to bring in. The official black correspondent from LibertyBallers.com. Family member. Okay. Our guy. Cousin, yes. <laughs> Our distant cousin. No, if I'm not distant, because you just—I mean, you live it's in not city, distant. So I was at your wedding for Christ's sake. Yeah. Not my wedding. That was Yvonne's wedding. Or Were you Yvonne's wedding? Yeah, I was about to say you. One of y'all's wedding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But nonetheless, yes, nigga, you're not a distant cousin, but you are a cousin. You are a, a, a welcome 
guest on this show, a veteran of the Jonesy and Brown show. And you're also someone who, who covers the Philadelphia 76ers. Where, 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 do, where do we start with this team? I know where I want okay, to start. Let's not, oh. let's not start with this team just yet. Hold oh, on. Okay. Can okay. I, let, me run, let me just run back to the whole Valentine's Day thing, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> Brown, you've been married how many years now? Uh, this year will be 18 years. And Jonesy, how long have you been married? Three. Okay, 21 years between the two of you. Mm-hmm. How are you both still falling for the okie doke of you don't have to get me anything? <laughs> How are y'all still falling for that? I, uh, it's not something I would have fallen uh, for any other time. If this is year, if this is year eighteen, I have gone against that in the previous seventeen. This was the first time I actually tempted fate and said, okay, she said don't get anything, and I didn't get anything. All right, so here's here's what you do now. Because now 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 you're in the trenches. It's 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 world it's world war II. You're fighting for your life out here. That's what you're doing. I am I am if if you see if you see me, if you're watching if you're watching the, the webcast right now and you keep seeing me looking over my shoulder i'm 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 turning my head towards the, the door because you know i'm afraid if you if you're allowed to sleep on the couch like mm. consider yourself lucky because <laughs> you could be sleeping outside in a sleeping bag right now uh, and right. it's like 30 degrees and nobody wants that okay no I, I absolutely don't want that so without without giving too much away as far as like where you live and stuff right for, I I agree. Grocery store flowers, just side piece flowers, fine, whatever. They're good in a pinch, depending on like how close you are or how right. far you are from like an actual florist. But if you can, it's the weekend. Take a little step up. Go down to go down to the Reading Terminal. There's an awesome florist in the Reading Terminal. Oh yeah. Okay. Set, set you up. You'll be fine. Okay. Okay. And then. The next okay. que- the first question when you get in the door is, what do you want me to cook you for dinner? Not, okay. not, not where do you want to get takeout? Not where mm-hmm. you want to order from? No. So what like do that. you want that I can cook in the kitchen? I will go to the supermarket. I will get whatever is necessary okay. to put this meal together. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you do that. Okay. 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 I, I, I like how this town. The only thing that you don't really have to do is the dessert. Like, if you want to get, like, a cool, like, grocery store dessert, that's mm-hmm. fine. Because it's a lot going on. You're already mm-hmm. doing dinner. You have mm-hmm. flowers. You're fine. But you don't have to go all out and do the baking. Me, personally, I would do all the baking starting at, like, 2 and, like, have a full, like, meal plus dessert going on. But mm-hmm. not everybody has that kind of time that I do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's... That's the move for you right now to ensure okay. that you'll be able to sleep in your house next week. This man is dropping jewels right now. I, so, I can get with that. Okay. I can get I that. Agree that's, with that's, that's, solid, that's solid advice right there. I, I appreciate that. I, 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 yes. So, so first, let me say I agree with every word that you just said 100%. Yes. But that being said, <laughs> I, I'm determined to fight the good fight. Okay, and I'm setting a standard. Oh, All right, <laughs> All right. Where jo- Josie's on that hill by himself. Yes, yes, yes. I, on, my brother, you are on that hill all by your all by, all by yourself. <laughs> you are John, all by yourself. I, you I'm John Snow, literally with your sword out, fighting I, I, the entirety of that damn army. That I, I right am. I am wholeheartedly. I am telling you, I'm oh. coming off the hill, and I'm doing exactly. What you say. Jonesy is literally fighting all of the White Walkers by himself. <laughs> by myself. Jesus. Hey, good good luck with that, my brother. Damn. I I, I, I wish you the best. Um I, me <laughs> on the other hand, I will be which is funny because like honestly, what he's saying is the is what somebody that's been married for 18 years would be saying. No, like, no, listen, not me. I got 18 years in this marriage. I got like I'm good. Jonesy's three years in. He's like, you know what? Nah, I'm nah, forget that. Screw it. Oh, no, <laughs> I, 
I know how I I know how I got to 18 years. Exactly. I got to 18 years <laughs> by not following that. Oh no, you don't have to give me anything. Yeah, uh, uh, you I know hear. what? I but I saw this. I I saw these flowers. I saw this candy. I I, I know this is your favorite. I, I, all of these things I have done before. You know, I, I've I've cooked the meals. We've gone mm -hmm. out to dinner. We, uh, you know, we've done. We've, you know, I, I I've taken meals that I've ordered out and just put them on some good china and made it look like I cooked them. But nonetheless, <laughs> a presentation was made on Valentine's Day that I just wasn't able to make this particular year. And my wife has said, "You don't have to get me anything." And I, 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 I understand. I, I. I I, oh, I um, also, also, here's the last little nugget before we move on to the Sixers. Um, Valentine's Day card now is kind of silly. Do something yeah. like handwritten, like write, write, mm -hmm. a, write a note, write mm -hmm. a letter, something like that. Yes. yes. And yeah, like you don't, you don't want to be like trying to get like yeah. happy Valentine's Day cards now. Like there's plenty yeah. of like those are side piece cards. Uh, yeah. Those are side piece cards. Exactly. Right yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. But Seventy-five percent off the yeah. day after. Seventy-five percent off cards now. Those are side piece cards. You know, if, if you're getting if you're getting your Valentine's Day card this weekend, unfortunately, you're the side piece. It's, it's an hard card. Only exception because of this economy. That's yes. all. Yeah. No. Well, you know what? 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 They say you know you 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 give your side piece some Halloween candy because that's your boo. <laughs> Side piece. I think, I, uh, I think that's, that's a dad joke. What'd you say? Side, I take I take leftover Halloween candy to work. What are you kidding me? Nice, nice. Moving on, moving on though. Philadelphia 76 is at the all-star break. Unfortunately, uh the big man's not there, big man's hurt. We don't know when the big man's coming back. I want to ask you this. First and foremost, do you see Joel and B coming back this season. Do you see him coming back? Do you think he should? Um, should he? Only if he's a hundred percent. Um, because we have seen in the past him trying to go on like 50, 60, 70% and it doesn't work out well anyway. And if anything, he just re-aggravates what the heck is wrong with him. So I want straight up medical clearance from uh the Sixers from the University of Penn Medicine staff uh everybody doesn't matter like I want full like okay this thing is completely repaired let's see what we can do now will, so... he, will he is a different question because like will he is an automatic yes mm -hmm. if Joel is given partial clearance he's going and nobody's going to stop him which is another problem which i can get into later so here's my concern joel throughout his career has not been the guy who just in time off naturally stays in the best condition through a knee injury you can't condition so even when he's back to 100% healthy, what will his state of conditioning be at that point where he's just trying to get back into game shape and the rest of the league is gearing up for playoff games and he's just trying to get back to game shape? What, what Joel, do we see then? And I, I don't even want to say this out loud, but what are the chances he finishes the year healthy even if he does come back? I can speak to that a little bit because something that I've seen between last season and this season is that when he started the year this season, he looked a lot more frisky, we'll put it that way, in mm -hmm. the sense that he didn't look as heavy as he had in the past. He Absolutely. was He was definitely not carrying as much weight. It definitely helped that there was a stretch in the beginning of the season where he barely played fourth quarters. Mm -hmm. So that definitely helps. As far as ramping back up into game shape, that's going to come with the flow of the offense, which is wildly improved 
with the addition of Nick Nurse as the head coach, not everything goes through Joel as much as it had in the past. Uh, something that I've noticed in recent games, especially since the Buddy Heel trade, which we'll also get into, they're running a lot of a lot more floppy sets with all kinds of off screens and down screens and pick and rolls. So there's a lot more movement and a lot more open lanes to where it's not just so Joel heavy. Mm-hmm. Five to eight seconds left in the shot clock. You need a bucket. Sure. Drop it in Joel. Let him go to work. But the days of like giving Joel the ball with 15 seconds left to go in the shot clock and him just pounding the rock for five, six seconds. I think those days are over. Thank God. Now that we have Nick nurse. Absolutely. I've, I've been saying all year that I absolutely love this system that Nick nurse is running and, as you described it, is a lot of the reasons why. And ad- additionally, into being able to take it out of, I don't want to say out of Joel's hands, but not running everything through him. It's not you've as also, Joel dependent. That's the great right. thing. But you've also been able to take a guy like a Tyrese Maxey, who's not a natural point guard or playmaker, put the ball in his hands in a situation where it's like, you don't have to go out here and make every play. Just make the right decisions in the situation and we'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Because everybody else is moving and everyone else is going to move the ball and move the bodies and make the right decisions and it works as a unit. I, it's not really dependent on any one player to go. Which is great to watch in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, you, you talk about what they had done at the beginning of of the year and how they were able to move the ball, and it's it. I guess it 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 speaks to Nick Nurse's system because as we sit here and talk about how it was more than it wasn't just one piece, mm-hmm. how there it wasn't just pounding the rock to Joel and B. Yet here he was still at the top of the league in scoring, still at a still at uh playing at a level where he's in the MVP conversation. Whereas you look at last year under Doc Rivers, where he was it where, you know, he's in the MVP conversation and the offense was certain it was was pretty it was Joel and B. Yes, you had James Harden. Harden would give you some point. Would, would give you some points. Yes, Tyrese Maxey was was on to come up every now and then. You got something from Tobias Harris, and then but but Here still, nonetheless, with the Tobias slander, Jesus, that there was a slander. God damn it! What's that? That wasn't. Can't even get ten minutes talking to you without without Tobias slander. <laughs> The last year, of, okay, it's the last year of his contract. All right, get it all in now. Yes. No, 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 no. First get of it all, all in. I, I will put it. I, look, I am. I'm saying this. I'm saying to you right now. I reserve the right, a deal to bring you back on to the show for the Tobias Harris tribute show. For for Tobias Harris appreciate totally. I'm like, in when he when he finally when he is gone for the Philadelphia 76ers and he is ready to sign with the new team. Or Dio Royster or will come back gets, on the show for Tobias Harris appreciation night. Or he gets a reasonably priced contract that is representative of what he actually provides. I don't think anyone would be mad at that. Yeah, I think everyone would be mad at that. No, because I no. Well, I, I will put it to you like this: I, if if he's reasonably priced, no one has a problem with what Tobias does on the yes. court. Yes, <laughs> I, 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 I will. I, I will the say issue I, with Tobias is that he's always held in. in that. It, it, it's always going to be Tobias over Jim. Right. Yeah. It's always, it's always Jim be Tobias. Over Versus other max players, like well, he's getting the max contract. Are you getting max? Mm-hmm. And in a salary cap league, that's a fair question. But that is, that is true. It's not that he's a bad basketball player. That, that is true. But how, however, we know we also know how this city works, though. However, we also know how this city works, and as soon as you sign a big contract in this city, no matter you know, no matter what, you are now overpaid. 
And yes, I, I, I logically you would think that if he signs a a, a more financially responsible deal. He's not paid like a superstar, but something a little more reasonable, something more along the lines of, of what we need him to do. Yes, that would be a little bit more acceptable, but I think even though he is on, he would be on a new contract, there would still be people who were judging him by the last contract and Listen, still think he's overpaid. If Tobias in the offseason were to get something like three years, $50 million, like I'm okay with that. That's fine. Yeah, no, I understand three, that. No, great, no, no. That'd be a great contract. That's fine. No, I, I, I completely understand that. And it was still, but but nonetheless, there was still, you, you, you're talking now about how much Tobias slander you get. Eve, I'm telling you too now, much. Three, too much. <laughs> three years, 50 million, he'll still get killed. That's <laughs> That's true. You'll still get that's killed true. in this city. That's yeah, that's true. Get, it doesn't, you know, if if this man and, and to Tobias Harris's credit, because he's he's never been someone to lash out at fans or 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 have a bad attitude as far as criticism that he's gotten. However, but if he wants some peace of mind, if he's tired of it, he knows that he needs a fresh start. That all all this being said. Uh, we're four games into the experience, and I'm like Teddy KGB and Rounders when it comes to Buddy Heald. Pay uh, him, pay that man his money. Really? So, yes. Really? So, yes. Yes. Okay. Let's, let's, okay, let's, let's talk get into Heald for a second, please. Because my my first thought when I heard about that move is I don't like it at all. That was my first thought. I'm thinking. Another guard, six four and under, who's not known to be a great defender, and reputation coming in, volume shooter, not much of a playmaker. I didn't know how that was going to work. Having seen him on the court with Maxi and in this system that Nick Nurse is running, just like with Joel and Maxie, where Nick Nurse was able to unlock a level of playmaking from both of them that you hadn't seen in the past, where Joel's assists are up and he's turnovers down and Maxie's assists are up and he's not, you're seeing the same thing from Buddy Hill already, where the flow of this offense, guys just can fit right in and it works. So... Six plus assists since he's gotten here. It, it, exactly. It, that's what I like. That's the, it, but it's not just like, oh, I, I don't want to, I'm not going to slander Russell Westbrook today. No, but please do. I'll take all the Russell Westbrook slander. That's fine. It, it, it's not like assists where you see from guys who just dominate the ball and pound the rock and then they get stuck and have to sling it out at the last second of the shot clock and your teammates have to shoot so you can get assists that way. No, these are like, real good basketball plays in the flow of the game. He's just making right decisions and they turn into assists that I love to see. So even in this short amount of time, I'm seeing things from Buddy Heald that I had not seen. Now, I'm not going to say I've watched every minute of every Buddy Heald game while he was in you know, the first few years of his career. But what I have seen of him till now, I did not know he was this proficient all around offensively i i saw the trade happen and immediately one name came to mind and i was excited because the name i thought of when buddy heel was traded to the sixers was jj reddick remember how efficient the sixers were when it was joel and jj and ben simmons what they could do mm -hmm. with those three with the dribble handoffs and JJ providing all kinds of room for Joel and Ben to work because, hey, that's JJ Reddick. He can light it up from three. You have to respect that. Mm -hmm. And you're seeing that with the Maxi heel combination because mm -hmm. not only can you not back off of Tyrese Maxi now, you can't back off Buddy Heald either. Mm -hmm. So that's creating all kinds of space in the lanes for Maxi to operate, for Tobias to operate, for even guys like Paul Reed to operate. And not only that, but 
Kelly Oubre is also still out there, and Kelly Oubre is a is a three point threat. Like Kelly mm-hmm. Oubre is not so much recently, but like he can still light it up from three. If Kelly Oubre has the ball and he has an open shot for three, you have to respect the fact that he's at least going to take it. Now, I agreed. So I am much, I'm in a much better place about the trade now than I was day, day it happened, having seen them play. Mm-hmm. That said, I still have one real question. And that question is, okay, so we're looking at Maxi healed campaign and a 37-year-old Kyle Lowry. All of these guys are 6'3", 6'4"-ish in that range. What's our perimeter defense going to look like? That's really the one question I have at this point left mm-hmm. is how will they be able to defend a team like a Boston or a Milwaukee? Not not how they defended Atlanta or somebody, but mm-hmm. like Boston, for example, Drew Holiday's as big or bigger than everybody we have in our backcourt, and he's their point. Then you get to Brown and Tatum, and you're seeing size and athleticism. Mm-hmm. So those matchups concern me. I will say that the Sixers are top five in the league in defending the three. They're actually the fourth. So I kind of do see what you're saying there. But I feel like with some of these lineups, um, especially if you have, like, if it's Paul Reed, Tobias, and let's say Buddy, D'Anthony Melton, and Tyrese Maxey, right? Because obviously you're not starting. You're not starting Kyle Lowry. Like, no. Mm. Um, <laughs> I think there's enough lateral speed on the perimeter to at least attack, to at least close out effectively enough to where Jason mm-hmm. Tatum has to take that extra dribble or he has to take that extra move. Obviously, without without Joel, you're not doing anything with the physicality of Milwaukee like that. Mm. You're just right. like. You're just like, okay, we're playing Milwaukee. Uh, guys, we just have to run for 48 <laughs> minutes. That's all we can do against the team because we're not going to out-muscle them. We'll probably get out-rebounded by like 30. So let's just run them out of the gym and average like 25 points in fast break and transition. All of this yeah, is good anyway if Joel is not, if Joel's not in the lineup. If Joel's all, not in the lineup, this it does not matter. None like, of this, this conversation matters. Yeah, this team right. is a playing team and a f- seven-game series at best in the first round. But I, 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 I guess that's – and that's part of what kind of concerns me. Going into this season, we kind of had our ideas of what this 76ers team was. This was a team that, that, that could probably win – 50, you know, 50 plus games. However, they weren't a team that you, they weren't a team that could realistically beat a Boston or a Milwaukee in the second round. Now, granted. Uh, uh, Milwaukee, Milwaukee. I wasn't. Well, well, well Milwaukee. Yeah. I wasn't too. We didn't, I wasn't we didn't too see by Milwaukee by Milwaukee. And I'll, I'll tell you why. Because it's going to take. It was going to take a while for them to acclimate to their new coach. Mm-hmm. And as we saw, it didn't really matter because Milwaukee went thirty and thirteen to start the season, and they still said, "Adrian Griffin, you know what? We're good off. We're good off you for right now. We want Doc Rivers. Like what? Like what are we doing here?" I mean, honestly, the Doc Rivers hire makes me a lot less worried about Milwaukee come yes. playoff. <laughs> but, but, Boston, not, but nonetheless, at the, at, the, at, the head of the, at the head of the attack now, that actually concerns me more. Because he's, a, you know, you give up Marcus Smart, but Drew Holiday is still a high level NBA defender who has more offensive stuff, more things in his offensive bag than Marcus Smart did. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, that that's the matchup I'm worried about. I just think 
our guards will be small when they're matched up against Boston. But the problem is without Joel Embiid in the lineup for right now. None of this matters. None of this matters because we've – but the thing is, we've now gone from a team that we were worried about being able to beat a, a team like Boston or Milwaukee in the second round to now they might fall to where they'll play a Boston or Milwaukee in the first round. Then what? You lose in the first round. But then but, – but nonetheless, I mean, where does that put this – where does that put this team? Where do you go from here? What happens? If I'm if I'm this if I'm the Sixers if I'm the, like I still want to make the playoffs and all that all that good stuff. I want the seven seed because you want Milwaukee. I'm, no, I right right now as the, as the as the standing oh, set, it's mm. Cleveland. It, true, it is Cleveland. I don't buy Cleveland. I still don't buy Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I agree. And Cleveland has a backcourt with smaller guards that you match up with easily. Exactly. And honestly, honestly, I like the way our guards would play better. Donovan Mitchell plays hero ball to me, and that never really works out for him too much in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So Cleveland doesn't scare me at all. The order of teams I'm afraid of, if we're we're a bottom half team, which we definitely are going to be, Mm-hmm. In this order, these are the teams I'm worried about. If we get a first round series, Boston, mm-hmm. Milwaukee, mm-hmm. the Knicks. Mm-hmm. I do not want to see the Knicks in round one. Absolutely not. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. need that smoke on my on my Twitter. I no Knicks fans. Like we're we're cool now. I have no issues with you. I'm glad y'all are back. And Madison Square Garden is jumping. It's fine. Cleveland, all day, all mm-hmm. day. Bring okay. the Cavs. Let's go. Okay. I'm with you on that. I'm with you 100%. Same, same order for me. Like, if you're in the lower half of the seating, yeah. There's – and, like, Play I – Play the one you want. I, I think we could be frisky in a series against Milwaukee. I think that could go five or six. Uh, mm-hmm. Boston, get the brooms out. Uh, the Knicks, five. I don't the way the way Tibbs plays defense. I don't think we would get more that I don't think we would win more than a game. But mm. Cleveland, that's going seven, and I can't necessarily say that Cleveland would win in seven even on their home floor. I will say though, it hasn't happened as frequently this year. But when it comes to the Knicks, I'll never put it past Julius Randle to shoot his team out the gate. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> You know that's coming come playoffs. Exactly, especially come playoff time and crunch moments. I'll never put that past him. He can shoot any team out the game. If if you're a top four team in the East, I'll pose this question. If you're a top four team in the East, who do you not want to face? If I'm a top four team in the East. Right now you're looking at. I don't want to face Philly. I don't want to face Miami. Pacers? I'll throw a team out there. I don't want to see any part of Indiana. Not a, yeah. not a piece. No, that's, thank you. Yeah, that's true too. You don't really I, want to see them either. I don't. I don't want anything to do with 150 points a game. No way. <laughs> no, thank you. This is what you think about Orlando. Got Orlando at the AC right now. Orlando is a year away. I, I like. I think they need some seasoning. Like, if they get into the playoffs, they'll be exciting, and that'll be a great story. Especially since they finally put Shaq's number into the Raptors. Like, that's mm-hmm. going to be a great story. But if they face Boston and Milwaukee in the first round, that's all it'll be is a nice story for like four mm-hmm. games, and like that's it. Mm-hmm. Paolo, get your playoff seasoning. Mister Wagner, get your playoff seasoning. Thanks for coming. Enjoy Magic Kingdom in a, in a week and a half. <laughs> Yeah, that that they're they're a fun look young team, but they're not ready yet. Okay. They still here's here's why Orlando's not ready yet. Who's their point guard? I still have exactly. no idea. They, they have no one to run their offense. Like they have guys that can finish. They have got they don't they, have anyone to actually run the offense. Are they running their offense through Paolo, I guess? It, 
is Markel Fault still there? Like, Markel is, is still, he's still He's still on the team. <laughs> he's still employed by the Orlando Magic. That's all I can say. Markel well still gets paychecks yeah. from the Orlando Magic. He's still he, getting he still, paychecks. He still has an NBA career. That's so. where we are with Markel Fultz. He's still getting paychecks from an He's NBA getting, franchise. Yes, yes. Every, every two weeks, his bank account it grows. Wow. Some money that comes from the Orlando Magic. <laughs> That's cold. That's not. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of guys who don't last this long. So. Yeah. I'm, hey, look. I mean, w- where was Anthony Bennett this far into his NBA career? So. Listen. The the more impressive thing is that somehow PJ Tucker is still cutting checks. What'd you say? <laughs> What's more impressive to me is that PJ Tucker is somehow still cashing checks. Oh yeah, and he, and he apparently just got fined for publicly demanding a trade. Like, okay, okay, PJ, you're averaging like negative points a game. Okay, sure. Yeah. And, and apparently, Daryl Morey made it a point that any trade that t- where someone took Harden, they had to take PJ uh, PJ's contract. And as that was well. genius. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, so, so that being said, Jonesy, and and I, I want to start with you, and then I'll get a, a deal's opinion on this. Jonesy, you've been you have been very vocal in the fact that you are unsure of uh, Daryl Morey. You weren't mm-hmm. sure. You, you you were you had your doubts. Well, I still you, I still have doubts about Daryl Ward. You still have your doubts. Is that that's how yeah. you feel? That's, Even given the the, the early success and, and, of the trades that and, he's made. Yeah, it's, and it's not me saying that I think he's bad. Mm-hmm. It's I think there's a fair level of scrutiny that there's a level of scrutiny that's fair to give give him like. Mm-hmm. He does not have this track record of building NBA champions or something to fall back on. He's built a lot of decent teams that flamed out in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, those teams in Houston, they were fun to watch in the regular season. And then, you know, and so mm-hmm. far, that's what it's been in Philly right now. And then the end of the season came and mm-hmm. their season was over. Yeah. Right. So. You know, it, it, it's not easy. There's only one champion a year. A lot of these guys are repeat, so it's not even like you just get one new champ every year. This, it's, it's a hard job to do. So I'm not saying like he's bad at his job, mm-hmm. but I don't want to say it like he's just he gets treated in some, in some circles because of analytics people. Mm-hmm hold him in such high regard that, you know, <sighs> analytics aren't everything in basketball to me. The deal, do you agree? Um, I think that Daryl has done the best that he can with what he has had, mm-hmm. which is moderate amount of draft picks, <clears throat> little bit of cap space, I think this offseason you're going to see what Daryl is really capable of. He All right, has, so let me he has he has his coach in Nick Nurse. Mm-hmm. That's that's his choice. That's who mm-hmm. he wanted. Mm-hmm. Um Brian, Great coach. Love the hire. Brian Toporek for Liberty Ballers. He just did the updated overview of the Sixers salary cap after this trade deadline. Read it mm-hmm. on libertyballers.com. Cheap plug. Um, right now, the Sixers plan to go into this offseason with about 60 plus mil in cap space. Mm-hmm. Significant that's, cap space. That's mm-hmm. so let's take let's take Tyrese out of the equation because he's mm-hmm. gonna get a max deal. But they're they're waiting to do it. So because with the new rules, it, even though it might not kick in yet, they can't side players the way you used to be able to do it right so they want to wait with it maxi extension let i want to see what daryl can do with his coach his vision his cap space his draft picks because again remember when the offseason happens he's going to have another first round draft pick that he can trade Mm -hmm. some additional seconds that he can trade 
Mm-hmm. And again, plus all that all that cap space room, I think we're gonna see what Daryl can really do as far as building a team. I don't think okay. he's had I don't think he's had this kind of equipment to build with. I don't think he had it in Houston. I don't so, think he's had it anywhere else. So let me put let me put it this way. Uh, I, yeah, you're right. This is, so I don't want to say like I think he's incapable. I just have questions. And I think my questions are fair. They based are based off based off of stuff like you went and got an old washed up hard instead of Tyrese Halliburton. You know? That moves like that was Maury too. To be fair, I really wonder if Halliburton was really possible. Oh, true. I don't know. That, that, that is like, fair. But based like, on reports that we heard, it was possible. If you're if if you were Sacramento at the time, like honestly, what is Ben Simmons and De'Aaron Fox really doing for you? Not a whole mm. lot. So I kind of even if there was a third team involved, I'm still like. Yeah, were we really in the running for Halliburton? Like, I don't really, I don't really buy that. Like, Harden was his guy. It was an easy, it was an easy thing to do. It didn't work mm-hmm. out. So Daryl pivoted, which is great. This offseason, like, let me, let me see. Like, does he maybe go after like if it falls apart in LA? Like, does he go after like a Paul George? If if things flame out in New York, is OG maybe going to be available? Is Siakam possible if there's a flame out in Indiana and Pascal's like, you know what? I kind of want to play with my Cameroonian countrymen. Like yeah. I, at the even like I'll even put this out there, even though he's wildly not what he used to be. Even if he's just like, you know what? Let's 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 give let's give Clay Thompson a spin and just see what happens with like a one year deal and like 27, 28 million, something like that. If, if he does smart things, I don't think anybody's gonna care. But if he does something wild and crazy, like uh, I don't, I don't know, this is worst case scenario. But like if he if for whatever reason he resigns Harden. Or like, <laughs> yeah, but I finagles, agree. finagles LeBron James to Philly or something, which I want no part of, which was hilarious, by the way. Hearing they called, those reports this week, they called, uh, they called, they called, the, you don't want King James, you don't want the King to come to town. Not a I didn't want him. King I didn't want him James, four no. years ago when he went to L.A. No, why would I want him now? I, oh. I don't want forty-year-old LeBron James. No way, because then LeBron becomes the general manager, and I don't want that. Right, and he hasn't played defense since he was thirty-two. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, also, like, who's who's gonna be upset? Who wants to get out of their current situation? Mm-hmm. We've we've mm-hmm. heard like he was available at the trade deadline. Um, let's call Atlanta back, see if they're interested in it, trading Dejounte Murray. That's a name I'd be very interested in as well. Like, like this will be a very interesting offseason for Murray. Like, just, regardless of what happens the, for the rest of this year. So, the given contract situation, the free agencies, the guys that'll be available, yeah, this is good. This is a huge offseason coming for Daryl Morey. But so, given your doubt, given your doubts that you've had about Daryl Morey in the past, mm-hmm. how confident are you going into this offseason that he'll make the right moves? All right. So, if like. If Jerry West is like the standard mm-hmm. at like a hundred percent, and like Jerry Colangelo is the bar for mediocrity, <laughs> it, we're we're somewhere like dead in the middle between. Okay, so like it's like that 60 percent. I think he's capable, mm-hmm. but I got to see it. Outside of outside of Maxi, because we're not counting Maxi, mm-hmm. the first move that Daryl makes that'll tell me everything I need to know. Right. Mm-hmm. If he yeah. if all if all Daryl does is just like okay, we definitely got MB coming back. He's on board. Let's pay Maxi. 
if all he does is just like resigns Buddy Heel to like a reasonable contract and builds the depth, let's go. Let's roll. That's fine. Let's go. Is that good enough for you, uh, Jonesy? If that's the first move, I'll still I'll still be waiting to see what he does with Tobias's contract. Yeah, that'll be a big that'll be a big key too. What if you move on or resign him to something reasonable? You can't bring him back at the max. You, that's not an oh, option. No, 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 no. But you can either let him move on or bring him back something reasonable. Maybe a sign and trade if some if Detroit's really that interested. Although they should have cap cap room to sign him. But but like those type of moves will definitely like, yeah. What he I does just, with healed, what he does with Tobias. I just hope that Daryl understands that I think, and this is just my opinion, I think we're past the point where you need three stars to win a championship. I think we're past the big three era. I don't think Absolutely. you need that. Mm-hmm. What you need is a good basketball team. You need a balanced basketball team. Which is why which is why you're seeing Phoenix have the problems that they're having. Because mm-hmm. they have Devin yeah. Booker, they have Bradley Beal, they have Kevin Durant. You know what they don't have? A point. Nobody to run the offense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You bunch of guys looking for shots, nobody to run the offense. Like that's, if that's never gonna work. Maybe <clears throat> Kyle maybe Kyle Lowry doesn't make a whole lot of sense in Philly, but Kyle yeah, Lowry I'm surprised Phoenix wasn't in on him. Kyle Lowry in Phoenix, I would have been all in on that. No, I was very surprised. I would I wasn't hearing more about that. Western like, Conference team with a that that much firepower and somebody mm-hmm. mature to run the offense, I'd be scared to death of that team. Good decision maker who doesn't turn it over and at this point in his career isn't going to be looking for a lot of his own shots. He'll shoot that, it when he's open. That's it. That's all yep, I need. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, yep. Right. All right. A deal, because we're up we're we're up against the time. Where can people find you and what are you working on right now? So people can find me on X. I am at Odile B. Royster. I am also on Blue Sky, same uh, same uh, tagline. You can find me on Liberty Ballers. We do pieces every day. We got a whole bunch of stuff coming out. The Out of Sight podcast is always on the Liberty Ballers podcast network. Shout out to my homie Dave Early. Um, everybody else on the podcast network, that's ball folks. It's amazing title. Number one, mm-hmm. number two, great stuff is going on over there. Uh, read the site, listen to the podcast. We're all here for the Sixers. And just one last thing, cause you were talking about the Super Bowl. Uh, I would like to address the Dallas Cowboys fans that may be listening. Uh, what, what, what camera do you have them on by the way? I don't know if you have a dedicated camera for them anymore. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys? Okay, so... The the trash can camp? Okay, so listen, Cowboys fans. I'm an Eagles fan, Uh and we are... I I am officially united with you guys in terms of... I don't care who wins... I kind of care who wins the NFC East, as long as either of us keeps the 49ers down. Yeah. Because they talk a lot of shit. A lot of that, yeah. For a team... They they have a lot of excuses and they Tons talk of, a lot of oh, BS. They, they always got excuses. That that's the way they roll out there. 49ers fans, you talk all that stuff, you talk all that yin yang, and you know mm. what? You lost to the same team that we did mm. and on the same play. On the same play. And not only that, but uh Jonesy, Brown, you wanna you wanna remind the people how many points we scored against Kansas City? It was 31. 31, yeah. 31. It was 31. And our 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 quarterback, Jalen Hurts, definitely played on par or better than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I would say that. So so San Francisco. Holla at us if you want to, but just know. Don't worry, they will. Because that's all that's all they do. That's all they do is talk. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If you thought seriously, I put this on X the other day, and this is the last one I'll make. Mm-hmm. 49ers fans, if y'all thought that we were insufferable before, mm-hmm. you have no idea what kind of S you're in for until the season starts next season next year. 
They should leave. They should leave sleeping dogs lie. Just, just, just leave it alone. Y'all lost. We lost. Season's over. Don't say nothing. Worry about your team. Yeah. Don't say anything. Don't come at anybody on Twitter. Just don't. Just don't do it. I'm warning you. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Adil, thank you, my brother. Always a pleasure, my man. All right. We we look forward to talking to you again later on this season. And once again, be on the lookout for a special uh, Tobias Harris appreciation night at come the end of the season. Yeah, just let me know when that happens. I'm there, dude. I'm that there. Is, Don't that you is, worry about it. We're, we're, we're definitely going to make that a thing, all right? I'm in. All right, brother. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Until next time, fellas. Peace. All right. That's my man, Adio Royster. Always good to have oh. that brother on the show, man. Uh, absolutely. All right. Uh, Jonesy, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Man, I need him be to be healthy. Yes, yeah. I, I, I just need him to be right. Yes, sir, definitely. And however long it takes, you know, I, I don't need a rush. Don't job. rush I don't back. Need, yeah, yeah, I don't, don't need, rush back. Just I don't be need right healthy enough. That. I don't need healthy enough. I want healthy. Right. I want one hundred percent, not seventy five, not sixty. I want I, I want one hundred percent. I don't. I don't know if that's if that's possible this season. If it is. So be it. If not, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the Jones and Brown podcast. That's Mike Jones over there. I'm John Brown. Once again, let us know what you think of this podcast. Hit us up Facebook, Instagram, Twix, at Jonesy and Brown, or at BIDW we out of here, y'all. Have a great weekend. Enjoy NBA All-Star Weekend. And we'll be back whenever we feel like doing podcast. Peace. This podcast is a production of Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. To subscribe, download, and follow on social media, go to bitwsports.com. You're listening to Jonesy and Brown. Brown.